This is News Talk. Well, if you're enjoying uh, cheaper petrol and diesel prices, there's a warning in the Irish Independent that they are being phased out and the government is going to make a fortune when the prices go up. So the government is expected to reap 700 million euro from the move to phase out the reduced excise rate on petrol and diesel. And the scrapping of the lower rate of duty could add 10 euro to the cost of a tank of fuel, which is very interesting because I filled up my car yesterday and I noticed it was around a tenner cheaper for the tank to be filled. It was 10 euro cheaper. But once these are phased out, uh, it'll go back up by a tenner. Finance Minister Michael McGrath has confirmed the estimated additional receipts in a full year from the increases in excise duty. And if you get the calculator out, it works out at about 700 hundred million euro there so uh, don't get too used to the cheaper fuel prices because they are being phased out from the 1st of June. Now the Irish Times goes with housing on the front page. Thornish the Michal Martin speaking in New York is insisting the state has turned a corner on housing as the government prepares to face a Sinn Féin motion calling for the eviction ban to be extended. Sinn Féin is targeting government backbenchers and independents before its motion is taken next Next week, they say there will be a human catastrophe arising from the end of the eviction ban. Uh, we don't know what Nessa Horrigan's going to do. Um, she needs concrete proposals. Um, and she said she was correct in that it was the wrong decision to end the eviction ban. We also don't know what Patrick Costello is going to do about this vote. But anyway, Michal Martin was asked about all of this and he says that the state actually has turned a corner. Housing's also on the front of the Irish Daily Mail. Michal Martin saying that the jury is out on whether more homes will be built this year compared with 2022. He told the Dáil that the tide has been turned on housing, uh, but Michal Martin was unable to say when pressed whether the state could build more homes this year than last year. So uh, we shall see what happens with that. Uh, certainly housing going to dominate the paper's front pages for the next week or so ahead of that Sinn Féin motion. On the front of the Irish Examiner, uh, concerning one for one village in County Cork because a Garda sergeant has not been recruited to a Cork Gwaeltocht area for three years because they can't find an Irish speaker to fill the post. Now there was something, I don't know if it's still the case, but there was something that a Garda had to have some level of Irish. However, there are concerns in Cork, uh, in Ballyvorney, uh, raised by Fianna Fáil TD Andreas Moynihan, who said it's unacceptable that the village has been left without a Garda sergeant for three years. Garda Commissioner Drew Harris has recently said it is a priority to get Irish speakers posted to such areas. That's on the front of the Irish Examiner. Um, <clears throat> a number of the tabloids go with Cheltenham yesterday, the Irish Daily Star, Honey, I'm Home, the Irish Daily Mirror, This Is For Jack, and the Irish Sun, Jack Was Watching Down. Of course, this the news that uh, Honeysuckle romped home at Cheltenham yesterday, and Rachel Blackmore the jockey paying an emotional tribute to Henry de Bromhead's late son Jack 
after she won yesterday and a real fairy tale story because it was Honeysuckle's last race. Honeysuckle now being retired and going out on a high winning at Cheltenham but then you had the added emotion of the fact that it was Henry de Bromhead who's the trainer who lost his son who was only age 13 in a pony race last year. So that dominates a number of the front pages. Some lovely photographs yesterday and uh, I see John Duggan was certainly right with one of his tips yesterday. Jazzy Matty romping home at I think it was 18 to 1 which you may have heard John Duggan tipping yesterday on News Talk Breakfast. He'll be back this morning with more tips. Uh, I did watch Cheltenham yesterday. Didn't have any bets on. Maybe not the same fun as when you have bets on, but still an enjoyable event to watch. Now, we'll go inside the papers and uh, there's a real row and war in the Green Party yet again. There's a number of uh, spots that have taken place within that party recently, but the Irish Independent says that Green politicians traded bitter blows in WhatsApp with accusations of snake behaviour. This is after the party's new director of communications described one of their own TDs as not sensible. So there's a WhatsApp group for Green politicians uh, and there was a row in it yesterday after the new director of communications, Thomas Malloy, tweeted publicly uh, that there wasn't one sensible person on an RTE panel on housing. The problem is that RTE panel on Upfront uh, involved the Green Party TD, Nasa Horrigan. So the show tweeted who was coming up on it. The Green Party's Director of Communications says there's not one sensible person on that panel and on that panel was Nasa Horrigan. Now, he since deleted the tweet, but two councillors raised concerns about his comment in the WhatsApp group. Then one of the group's admins, TD Brian Ledden, deleted the posts by the councillors and locked the group so that only admins could post the messages. Then the group was reopened yesterday morning after he was contacted by the Irish Independent, but party members were asked to refrain from discussing the matter on WhatsApp. So it's all very, very messy indeed. You can read more about that in the Irish Independent. Mr Malloy, the Director of Communications, has apologised to Nasa Horrigan and he says he meant to send it to a friend. Um, He didn't mean to tweet it publicly. So that's uh, in the Irish Independent. Staying with RTE TV shows and politics, the Irish Independent also says that RTE is rejecting claims of anti-government bias. This is after fewer than a third of the panel of guests on the week in politics last year were coalition politicians. So the week in politics is on the telly every Sunday and there's ministers on it, government representatives and opposition politicians. Out of 110 guests last year, 31 were government representatives and 79 were opposition politicians, according to Fianna Fáil Senator Malcolm Byrne. And he's not happy. He says there's a continued imbalance which doesn't allow for fair representation of the government parties. Uh, He also says that there's a lack of balance on other RTE current affairs programmes. RTE's hitting back saying there's nothing to see here. The government parties have never raised any concerns about this. So, uh, Uh, It's quite interesting just if you think about what's going on across the water with Gary Lineker at the moment, our own state broadcaster, certainly not above criticism. Now, the star says if you're trying to get a taxi this weekend, it could be difficult. This is the operations manager for Bolt Ireland, who says Ireland's taxi shortage will be exacerbated over the St. Patrick's weekend. Dublin has nearly 10,000 taxi drivers, but there's still a need for more. 
according to Neil Cuthill, who's head of Bolt in Ireland. And he's warning that you have St. Patrick's Day, you have the rugby, all the parades, uh, all the stuff that's going on. They are expecting that there will be a strain placed on an already stretched taxi service. So it's just a warning for you. If you're planning on getting a taxi, uh, beware, you could be waiting a little bit longer. And also there's some changes to the trains over the bank holiday weekend too. So do your research before you go. Interesting one in the Daily Mail. I don't believe this for a second, but Brooklyn Beckham and his wife Nicola Peltz are saving for a house. Now, her parents are billionaires. His parents, I'd say, are probably billionaires at this stage as well. But they claim they're having to save up to buy their house like any other young couple. And the obvious answer here would be, why did you spend three and a half million dollars on your wedding then if you're trying to save money for a house? But anyway, Nicola Pels has told Cosmopolitan magazine that they're currently saving up to buy a home um, and they want to buy their dream house. Now, in fairness, the house they buy probably will be about $25 million or something like that. But uh, you'd wonder when you have such wealthy parents and a $3.5 million wedding, could you not use some of that money? Final story comes from Malaysia. Quite embarrassing. This is in the Telegraph. And people in Malaysia have been ordered by the government to get back to work. This is after a rumour circulated that there was going to be a bank holiday to celebrate Michelle Yeoh's Oscar win. So on Sunday, the 60-year-old became the first Asian woman to be crowned Best Actress at the Oscars for her role in Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. And then on Monday night, the Malaysian government had to issue a formal statement clarifying that workers wouldn't, in fact, get a day off to celebrate uh, because apparently information was sent through social media. Fake news, essentially, screenshots were sent. It's like, do you remember we had the lockdown here? Um, But before we had the lockdown, there was this thing going around on WhatsApp, uh, allegedly from some soldier, which turned out completely not to be true, about Ireland going into code red on a Monday morning. So it seems a Malaysia, rumour mill in overdrive, we're getting a bank holiday because she won the Oscar. The government had to come out and say, get back to work, it's not happening. That's in the Telegraph. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is Newstalk.